Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of 40ish. Welcome to episode 24, and uh, let me warn you, there's a lot of us tonight on, on the episode. But uh, I'm excited to invite a bunch of friends in to discuss the uh, topic of road trips. And that's everything from taking trips as kids to planning them as adults and the logistics and the costs and the holy crap, this was the worst decision we ever made. But before we get too deep into that, I want to welcome everybody in and I'm going to go across my screen because none of you can see any of these people. Uh, we welcome back uh, Mr. Lance Abair. Who paused and now he's... Just... Welcome him back. We'll, we'll, we'll see if he jumps back in. Lance, we didn't hear anything you said if you said anything. Gotcha. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And uh, we welcome back in uh, Jackass, Andy Tucker. Uh, hello, everybody. Glad to be on. Our uh, friend from the Midwest Coast, uh, Mr. Andrew Burrow. Hello from colorful Colorado. Wait, coast? Well, I was going to go west, but he's not really west. He's in the middle. The Stoner State. We'll go okay. Stoner <laughs> yeah. State. Yeah. State of confusion. Awesome, man. Right, right. Sweet man. Yeah. Welcome back, uh, Mr. Josh Holmberg. Greetings, everybody. Tonight I bring, uh, I guess if it's road trips and it involves kids, we'll say uh, goldfish and, uh, and okay. grapes. Cool, that's great. <laughs> that's actually that's healthier than what I would have gone. Which grapes? I couldn't think of what we had as kids. I feel like that's pecan log. They're, those pecan log attacks are nasty. What? Who the uh, hell you, who, was the, who was the comic, Lance? Do you remember? I can remember the Stuckies bit. Oh, that's just crazy. Lance is having terrible connection issues tonight. He's uh, freezing up. So while we're waiting on that, Josh, you decide if these are green or red grapes. I think as a kid, I always ate green grapes, but as an adult, we eat the red ones. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a rule. They've got to be green and seedless. And seedless, yeah. Oh, good call. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And uh, we're going to welcome yet another member of the original IBC Posse who has not been on the podcast but has been made fun of since the beginning. <laughs> That's why he's got to go back got to listen to the episodes, man. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Matt Conrad. Hello, hello. So, gentlemen, road trips. Uh, this came up as a topic for many, many reasons, one of which I am in the middle of planning several road trips both in the state of Michigan and out of the state of Michigan and uh, it got me thinking as I was packing our van for this last trip this past Sunday um, all the stuff that we as kids just had in the car because our parents were uh, well planned or smart enough or any of these sorts of things to, to have uh, what I want to start with is a real simple question a specific road trip you remember as a kid and something about the trip itself that stands out. Not necessarily the destination, but something very specific about the trip that stands out to you. And I'll, I'll share mine at the at the end of the group. So I'll let anybody go first who wants to. But something very specific about a road trip you took as a kid. Well, I'll go first. Uh, so uh, when I was uh, actually, I think, just before I started high school. So I would have been, what, 13? Here's old Dan, and I have a younger brother and sister, and we did a road trip from Michigan out to Yellowstone National Park to visit an aunt and uncle, and we had a Dodge Caravan, so early, you know, one of the first iterations of the minivan, so with, with uh, mom and dad up front in the, the adult seats, uh, the three kids were basically arranged. Uh, uh, my sister is the youngest, got the short <laughs> bench in the middle, and uh, my brother... Uh, or I, as the oldest, got the floor in front of that bench because you could kind of stretch all the way out. And then my brother got the uh, bench in the back. And we stopped. Uh, we could not have gotten very far. We were still in Michigan, uh, probably somewhere along I-69. And we stopped for a quick potty break. And everyone got back in the car. And we are probably 10 minutes down the highway. And my dad is driving. And my mom turns around and says, Ben? Oh, no. Oh, no. And my brother had been waiting and waiting and waiting to use the bathroom. And uh, 
apparently we he was sitting on the side so my mom freaks out of course it's one of those stretches of highway where there's nothing there's not an exit for five miles yeah Um, full-blown like what have i done i have abandoned my child mode so she whips around at the next exit drives the 10 minutes back and my brother who would have been like eight nine years old at the time he's just sitting there calm casual and my mom walks up to him, gives him a big hug, says, I'm so sorry, I can't believe I left you. He's like, yeah, I figured you'd notice, and you'd come back. <laughs> and wow, he's pretty level-headed. It is. I would have flipped. Home Alone 4. That's a, that's a cucumber. Yeah, that's something God, else. That's pretty legit. That Now I feel bad about my story. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I now remember I was five, and we did the obligatory Michigan to Florida uh, and we, when we drove down, we went with my aunt and uncle, and my cousin ended up flying with my grandmother. It's the first time he'd ever flown, but I was in the car anyway. The ride down and the ride back were in a 1978 old Delta, or was it a 98, boat of a car in a way, because it fit on the way down uh, four full-grown adults and myself, and then on the way back, still four full-grown adults and my cousin, so there's four adults, two kids, and we stopped like a couple times. I couldn't tell you when it's been almost 40 years, but uh, I just remember the size of that car. And it was, um, you know, you, you hit it, you, you pointed in the right direction, and I remember seeing my uncle take his foot off the gas because cruise control was something else at the time anyway, but just of this monster vehicle, probably getting like eight gallons to the mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, I do, yeah, I remember Disney, but certainly the trip down and back was something else. And yeah, when did you're you guys, five, when there was the whole trek, trek, like all at once, too. I don't, I don't remember. I think it was probably a stop in Kentucky on the way down and on the way back. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, seventy-five. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and it. Outside of that, it might, you know, of course, we, we made it down there. We did the beach, and we went. To, it was a decent vacation, but I just remember that vehicle being huge and still having tons of room <laughs> for a five and a six year old to uh, run around in. You know, yeah. it, it, it didn't really have to wear a seatbelt, but uh, yeah, that that's one that sticks out. That's an early road trip memory. Mine similarly. It's a road trip down to uh, to Disney and. We left late in the evening to get that first couple hours in. Mm-hmm. As we're going, of course, they're homemade Rice Krispie treats. And, you know, oh, rice. yeah. Good call. <laughs> Those. There you go. We're going and going. And all of a sudden, I look over, and she's going to kill me when I tell this story. But all of a sudden, my sister Mary just blows chunks mm. every oh nice and we're in a sedan so it's like mom and dad and three in the back and she's in the middle and it's just oh chaos ensued after that and that just that (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the podcast (laughs) this is not a good start to this (laughs) oh god all over everything. You got to try and clean that up so you no. can breathe. It made it up onto parts of the dash. Oh, mom and dad's <laughs> hair and stuff. I could even. Yeah. Oh. And then oh. there's the smell. And right. there's the smell. That's the worst part. You can't yeah. get out. Oh God. Especially when you know you can't let it yeah, air. You, have, you know you got to get back in the car and keep going. Yep. Yeah, you didn't have you didn't have to breeze back then either. <laughs> no, <laughs> if you had Ohio. Yeah, you had breeze, and that was a seven, yeah. and you still got you know eighteen hours to go. Oh, yep. you can... <laughs> yep. oh, Just swing by a used car lot and do a quick trading. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not a terrible you, idea. You can detail service and emergency detail service. Yeah. What's that over there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! So my my uh, I'm an only child, right? So my parents we uh, we went out west. I think it was out west. Yeah, yeah, we went out west for or maybe 
Maybe it was out east, actually, in an RV. Oh, no, it was out west because we went to um, Jackson Hole or... Wyoming, yep. Yeah, Wyoming. Wyoming. There's a city there where there's antlers everywhere. Is that Jackson Hole? Jackson Hole. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I was maybe 14, and so I was, you know, at the point where I knew everything. My parents knew nothing. I wasn't really sure I wanted to go on this trip, you know, but where am I going to go? So I, I had to go along, and they, they promised me I would enjoy it. And honestly, I think it was a pretty cool trip. I got to see a lot of amazing things, but spent a ton of time tucked up. They had um, the RV where it had a bed over the, you know, right over yeah. where the yeah. parents were sitting and yeah, driving. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I spent uh, probably part of that whole summer reading Stephen King <laughs> novels mm-hmm. and listening to my Walkman. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. was well, not a disc man. It was a Walkman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was my summer. Nice. And I had not a care in the world about getting packed or all of the madness that goes into that. So I'm looking forward to talking about the flip side of this. Yeah. You're, 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 <laughs> your one trip reading Stephen King and listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers was cooler than my entire high school experience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lance, how about you? I, I, it was it, it's it was out east. Um, growing up, uh, we had fr- uh, friends of the family that lived out in Maine, so we would make a we'd make a trip almost every summer out to the east coast. And um, there was one year where we were pulling a, a pop up camper that we used to have, and um, I remember we were in we were traveling through Boston. And it was, I, I think it was like 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Pulling a, pulling a pop-up camper. Well, my dad missed a an exit. And he ended up in downtown Boston pulling a camper. Oh. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. during rush hour traffic. So, um, needless to say, I, I, I learned some new vocabulary uh, uh, that, uh, <laughs> that day. And, uh you know, if my dad ever listens to this, it'll you know embarrass him too. But uh, but yeah, that was that he was he was livid, uh, you know, mm-hmm. for missing missing that one exit. And you know, I, I don't know who's to blame for the exit, you know, miss. It wasn't it wasn't us kids, but uh, it was uh, you know there's there there's all three all five of us were in a car, and I think it was like you know Matt was saying a um, a, sedan, a sedan and pulling a pop up camper with, with three people in a sedan and you know and yeah, we. Uh, I think it was a sedan. It may have been a. It may have been a Dodge Caravan, but it was. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was learning the, learning the new. Uh, the new language that the Boston people can bring out in you. <laughs> well, my, my. It's not easy to maneuver something like that, you know, in mm-hmm. downtown like that. It's no, crazy. No, that's why. Yeah, that's why it was like you know. <laughs> so. I uh, yeah, uh, maneuvering in any of those cities sucks. Um, my memory is probably similar. It's the obligatory trip from Michigan down to Florida, except we weren't going mm-hmm. to Disney World. We were going to my grandparents' house, which at the time was in uh, Cape Coral. Um, it was my mom, my dad, my sister, and I at the time, so we're probably talking early 80s. Uh, similar to Conrad, we left at night, but we went straight through, mm-hmm. and we were driving Ooh, in wow. what I believe was a Datsun 510 wagon, which uh, I had to look to see what that looked like cause to, to jog my memory. And it's one of those, I mean, it's as every bit of an old school Datsun wagon as, as there is. Um, but what the thing I remember is two things. One, since we drove all the way through, we they laid the back bench seat down flat and str- mm-hmm. and strapped us in. And we, as kids, slept. And I woke up in the middle of the night and so we were in Georgia passing through actual Hazard County, which at the time was okay. just. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the thing I remember the most about this trip is my mom at the time must have really been into Tupperware because my sister and I each got this Tupperware. Which mom wasn't? Like, what's that? I said, which mom wasn't? <laughs> right. I think it was required in the early 80s. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But this like Tupperware desk like lap desk that had sections in it with mm-hmm. a big lid and every day of that entire trip we each got a new toy or trinket of some sort and for me it was star trek 
action figure characters. Not Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Star Trek, which I didn't even know was a thing until I found this, the Toys That Made Us thing on Netflix, which if you guys haven't watched this yet, that's yeah. what you're doing after it's you get off this podcast. Sweet. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. a good show. It's, awesome. Awesome. it's a good show. But I just remember that so vividly. I can see myself sitting in the seat and getting like this translucent blue character. I'm going to have to go find out what this one was. Mm -hmm. um, but that one really sticks out to my in my memory, just hardcore. Um, but what's funny about that trip is we literally would get in the car and we'd get somewhere and everything we needed would be there. Kind of like you were alluding to, Josh, and we're going to get to that. Same as if we were coming home from like grandma or grandpa's when they lived in Detroit and we lived in Lansing. You just got mm -hmm. in the car and if you fell asleep, the next thing you know, your dad or mom's like carrying you into bed asleep. You didn't have a care mm -hmm. in the world. No. Like being blackout drunk. Right. Mm -hmm. which, which I have been. Just like that. Some of you. Have you been podcast. blackout drunk? Uh, you yeah, wake up somewhere else with different clothes on? Huh. Yeah. Being, being a four-year-old and being blackout drunk is very similar. It's like being, right, like, it's like being at the lake at Vanita, but we won't get into that. Exactly. It was snowing. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, uh. It's funny Josh had mentioned that about stuff was just there and you had to pack because we don't go anywhere without my kids laying out outfits for each day, packing their own bathroom bag, and getting the, here comes the explicit tag, the shit they need for the trip ready. I don't care if it's charger cords, books, device. If you don't have it, tough shit, I'm not packing mm -hmm. it. I got other stuff yeah. to worry about. So, uh, Josh, you can't. Yeah, but when did that start? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we didn't need to pack chargers and all that. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, but... You need an extra batteries for your Walkman. And you hey, hey, I got a question. What, what's, a, what's a book? <laughs> it's these thingies. It, it's, it's a really slowly uploaded um, um, e-reader type thing. It's, it's, it's... it's like post-its, but bigger. It's like so post-its. Like this? <laughs> But uh, Josh, you kind of alluded to that. Talk, talk us through what your thoughts were there. Oh well, you know, around here, you know, I've got two daughters. Um, they're they're getting to the age now where they can do that kind of thing for themselves. They're probably past due, to be honest. But you know, you start out when you've when you've got your your babies, right? You got to do everything for them. Then at some point, they can start to do stuff for themselves, but they do it terribly and they fall over and. You know, they get uh, injured and whatnot, so you have to protect them, and you still got to help them. And then you kind of have to transition to that period where, okay, now they don't need me, but they're going to lean on me, so I've got to kind of empower them, which is what you're saying, Jason, right? you got to get them to do things for themselves. So, um, you know, these days it's different than it, it's been in the past few years, but um, I'm very lucky in that my wife is very organized, um, she's of the mind that you get ready to go on a trip about two to three days early. Mm -hmm. That is not me at all. <laughs> I am packing the night before, maybe the morning of. Mm -hmm. If it's, if I have to get up at four in the morning and catch a flight, I'm packing the night before. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of preparation, right? And then if you want to have a successful trip in a vehicle, when your children are in the back seat and there's at least two of them and they're going to not get along because they're hangry, then you're going to pack the... The, the green grapes with no seeds and uh, goldfish and uh, maybe the occasional granola bar with chocolate in it or something like yeah. that to, to reward for good behavior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for their two and a half hour prison sentence. <laughs> right. Well, you're totally, I mean, so yeah. So if you're talking about prepping for like a work trip, let's be honest, you know exactly what's going in there. Your work right. clothes, your bathroom bag, maybe an extra pair of shoes. Yeah. Heaven forbid you get to go out and do something for dinner that's not work clothes. Um, but yeah, make no. sure you got your deodorant. Yep. Don't mm -hmm. run out of contact solution. Mm -hmm. Yep. All those things that play in. Um, can we talk about trip ticks? Uh, yes. And, and the reason the I triple say, A trip ticks. Yeah. The reason I yes. bring that up is because when we planned the many Cedar Point trips when we were younger, mm -hmm. we used those. You know, yeah. you when you're right. talking about uh, you're talking about your wife, Josh, planning several days in advance. When we took our spring break trip down to Tennessee, 
we plan i planned for like a month i pulled up google earth and i'm like i'm gonna take this route this do this and, and i didn't oh sure i literally got in the car and hit the address in my phone gps and mm -hmm. said well google says this is the best way we're doing it <laughs> you know yeah. um was there i think the thing i remember about triptychs and the planning that we probably don't do anymore is usually they would give you some sort of sightseeing things on the way down like on your route there's going to be these cool things to do um did you guys ever as families do you guys remember using triptychs at all or triple a mm -hmm. i mean because you didn't yep. have to be triple a members right see that's a question i know we I had friends that were triple a members yeah. that would get them for us but i don't remember uh, and i was a triple a member and and he, yeah, still get some could answer that question but melanie worked for uh triple uh, a in the summers in college and so she assembled triptychs um, really? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, my family was never AAA members, but we also never did triptychs. Yeah, and it seems like it was almost, before a screenshot was a thing, they just took sections of maps and linked them together so you'd flip yeah. from one page to another. Yeah. I don't remember the sites, and it was but all we, only, we only used them once or twice that I can remember. Well, triptychs are still a thing, apparently, if you download the AAA app. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, my dad. Oh, my dad go. does triptychs still. Does he? Yeah. Is that what led him wrong in Boston? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think he had a triptych then. So yes, it probably was a. Uh, I don't know. Think I don't think it was. He probably just wasn't reading it right or something. I don't know. God. Did he have New York instead? No. Because <laughs> no, we went through New York too. So yeah. Exactly. Was, yeah. So in your sense of, of now, as adults, when you're planning a trip, I have a, a pretty important question to ask because this is going to affect, honestly, how I plan a trip we're taking in a couple weeks for another lacrosse tournament. Is the trip more about the actual destination and the things you're going to do when you get there? Or is it about the route and things you're going to do on the way and whether or not you're going to break it up into two days and catch a hotel somewhere? Which Which part is more important to you and why? Why is it? Why is it more important? I mean, is it like when our family went to uh, Myrtle Beach a few years ago? We decided to leave at seven o'clock at night, and I drove straight through till ten o'clock the next morning. <clears throat> Best decision for the kids, worst decision for me. But uh, I would love to know what you guys would say about what's more important. Is, is it the journey or the destination? But really, why? What's the point? I I, I, I really am a firm believer of that statement. Of, you know that it's it's not the destination it's a journey because i mean yes the de i mean your destination you're going to be there probably longer than you are journeying to the to the place but i i think that it's more fun i mean i i, I love taking road trips and i love taking you know i love driving i mean i just went you know just over to the other side of the state you know on saturday just for a couple hours and it was it was just i mean i love the journey of getting over there you know, get, you know, going someplace and, you know, seeing things and, you know, experiencing those things, you know, on the way. Because obviously your destination is a single, you know, it, it normally a single place and you can see things there. But journey into it on a road trip, I mean, you're seeing so much more of the country that it's, it's so much more immersive that I, I believe. So, um, you know, that's that, that's my that, that's my thought on that. But. I guess it kind of depends when we are, if it's a true road trip, we don't, we don't feel the need to just blitz to get there. However, to do a multi-day drive, uh, we haven't done that yet. And our son is six. Uh, so typically if it's going to be longer, we're going to fly because we want to take advantage of, uh, we don't want to have to burn up extra vacation time getting right. there. Uh, no, we haven't run into going somewhere that's sports related for a tournament, Jay, but, um, I got it. Even just for the, the trips to Grayling, we have found ways to avoid 75 for a good portion of it. And it takes you through a lot of back roads, uh, in, in little towns where if we see something, yeah, we're going to stop because it's, have we driven by it before? Maybe, but, uh, it's interesting to see it through our son's eyes. Uh, so we do have a longer one planned in July that getting there will probably be faster because there's some stops we're going to make on the way back. But, uh, yeah, we're in, we're in no hurry. All we want to do is get there safe and there's something that stands out on the way. Then yeah, we'll stop. 
Yeah, I think uh, driving, we've had the experience, uh, and especially out in the Mountain West, of driving somewhere at night, uh, like, uh, you know, just to get there, and then coming back during the day and being like, we missed all of this? Like, this is amazing, Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. scenery. Like, um, yeah, I think paying attention to what you're driving along is, uh, is, has to be considered part of the, part of the trip. Actually, let me, I will caveat that one because the three of us, we were lucky enough to go out and see Andrew and Melanie, uh, last fall. We took the train, uh, a multi-day and that was fun. However, <laughs> we left, when we left from Chicago, the cities that we passed through in Illinois, <laughs> Iowa, Nebraska, into into uh, Colorado. Uh, a lot of it was at night, and according to friends and experts, we didn't really miss anything. So, yeah. Hastings, Nebraska, doesn't look like much. So, if anybody listing in Hastings, Nebraska, sorry, lots of corn. <laughs> yeah, must be and a railroad track, evidently, because we were on it. Yeah, we're going to be taking our first trip, I think, in July, and it's going to be a multi-hour, but same day up and back into the UP, and it's it's going to be interesting with uh, an almost four-year-old and a year-and-a-half-old that trying to keep them engaged or getting them out of a vehicle often enough is yeah. going to be a challenge, but um, Ann and I have found that We've taken more boat trips than we have car trips together. Sure. And we've switched boats since we were together. What? What? Hold on. Stop. What? What? <laughs> what? What boat? What boat got switched, Matt? The, 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 the Maytree went away. What? Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, God. Devastation. Damn it. <laughs> and where are you wanting to buy it? Well, maybe. I mean, that we, we christened that boat for my bachelor party week. Yes, we did. We, up on was, Torch Lake. It was we brand like, new we, when you put it in the water, and we played with it for like five days, and I remember like two of those days. <laughs> in an effort to keep the, the, the chitlins inside the boat and you know, traveling at like 20 miles an hour, 25 miles an hour with uh, things that can make them go away, really fast <laughs> i love how you're putting that matt yeah are you talking about your children bouncing out of the boat no no more like falling into the water oh okay was it a pontoon or something no the no, it was like it's like a 26 foot uh like a big cabin cruiser an express cruiser i see and so we we upgrade a bad wave or something and they're gone yeah, you know, I see. It's up on plane, it does everything you'd want it to do. Fair enough. So we actually we went and got a thirty foot trawler. Wow, nice. nice. Damn. Well, it goes like eight miles an hour. That's a bullshit, man. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> that is some utter bullshit. There's the explicit tag again. Mother, uh-huh. mother whore. This is the memory I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Asshole. Yep. That's that's that was the matri. Good, but that one looks so. So, so, what, so what's your now? What's your uh, trawler's name now? Uh, not the matri. Renamed her. <laughs> the Lenny G. We not renamed her. We didn't want to. We're not going to bring G. down the wrath of the the sea gods down. On okay. Us, so, uh, but yeah. it was eight miles an hour an hour instead of. 25 miles an hour. You could have so. used mooring wood. I would have let you use mooring wood. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I so, do remember that one. It, it takes, you know, three times as long to get, four times as long to get where you want to go. But it forces you to slow down. And, you know, it's it's amazing how when you say, oh, we're going to go out on the boat and it's going to take us six hours to get where we're going to go. That because it forces you to slow down, all of a sudden it's like, wow, that was six hours. That there's all of a sudden it's over. Mm. And so, you know, having to not so much plan the route for the journey, but to plan your time while you're traveling. That uh, 
I, I again I've been amazed at how how fast the re- what would be now would be a relatively long period of travel time when you actually are forced to actually slow down and not be, be confined within an area like that that it really can uh, it, it forces you to appreciate the journey as opposed to you know when are we going to get there when are we going to get there and having the the destination be the you know the destination is the point of your journey but you know it it, it forces you to to look around that's the old mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller thing you know if you don't stop and look around every once in a while you might miss it yeah kind of thing so well let me let me ask you I mean I know we're talking about road trips but uh, you know on a you brought it up but how how different it is, is it to pack for like a boat trip because i mean obviously you know obviously you're going to be it's going to be a little bit different uh, as far as what you take with you but how and sorry sorry jason if i'm you know if i'm taking over but uh, i just it would be interesting to know how if you're taking a boat trip what types of things do you pack that are different than if you pack in a car i'd say it's fairly similar the going on a boat trip would be it, it's it's similar to going on an RV trip because okay. if you're packing things to go into the boat, which are you're going to sleep on the boat while you're traveling, you're going to eat on the boat. Okay. And so even while you're in Harbor, you know, it's like being at the RV park, you know, you're generally living out of the boat. And so okay. that makes sense. You know, if you were, nice. if you were to go on a road trip in a 26 foot motor home, you know, it's, it's something similar to that. Okay. So, if the journey is important, do you ever consider renting a nicer car for it? I uh, toying with this idea of cash, did once. cashing in some flight miles, cashing in some points, and, and rolling in like a an ESV Escalade or something where it's all leather and comfortable. Where everybody, I don't have to listen to complaining; I can just drive and play with all the buttons up front. <laughs> has anybody ever done that or considered that as as a way to make the journey itself a little bit more uh, uh let's go with palatable yeah certainly we did uh it's been more than 10 years but to fit two other adults more comfortably versus i think at the time we were both driving grand prix um uh, we rented a nissan murano which uh it was it. It was very tank like, but comfort wise, it made a big difference. Like I'm really considering one of those transit vans. No shit. And straight up. Like, oh, I wouldn't mind yep. cross gear and mm-hmm. everybody gets their own row. Oh no. yeah, yeah. Never the get two up. shall twine. The, <laughs> the fifteen pack Ford Econoline van. That that's something else. That's another episode. What happened to the Econoline? That's another. I want to know that one too. <laughs> yeah, it's different, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Melanie and I did a trip to the Grand Canyon about a year and a half ago, and our Subaru was at that time was about uh, fifteen years old, and we were going to be tent camping, so we rented a Forerunner and uh, drove that out there. So and that was don't regret that decision a bit because we had all the space we needed for all of our gear. Uh, we drove around the. Um, uh, Monument Valley, uh, which is all, um, and not, not really off-road or four-wheel, but it's pretty rough, and uh, the Forerunner definitely handled it better than our than our Outback would have, so it was well, well, well worth the money spent. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. My wife and I, we're going to go to South Haven this fall for our 15th anniversary, hmm. and I was just starting to kick around the idea of getting a convertible yeah. just to have some fun. Ooh. Yep. Take that out there from you know from where I live and yeah, nice you know, just too. make it a little bit more fun. I know there's a lot of walking there, so I'm I'm not sure it's worth the investment, but the I don't know, it'll be kind of fun. And you only married 15 years once, so why not? Probably. <laughs> we, we hope. Uh, if you come up through Kalamazoo, the back roads to South Haven are pretty fun to roll in a convertible or a, like a Jeep Wrangler with the doors off. Oh, cool! Something like that because it's a lot of winding roads. There's a lot of uh, farm country, beautiful scenery. A lot of little like farm stands to stop off on, stop off at, and stuff like that. Yeah, you're super close to like Plainwell ice cream if you're going to do it up. I mean, there's all that kind of stuff is out there too. 
Um, cool. Yep. Yep. Um, when it comes to the major differences between childlike attendance of a road trip versus adults, do though do you uh, in the group that have kids that are old enough to have the conversation with? Uh, do you let them plan? Do you have them help plan out any aspect of the trip? Like, uh, for example, we took the kids uh, on spring break. It's got to be two years ago now to we got a place on Sanibel Island down uh, off Fort Myers coast. And we had the kids help decide because I've got little older minors around Josh's age. I got a 13, a 10 and a seven now. Um, I'm 13. <laughs> i'm 13 times three plus a few um hence the name of the podcast um but we had we had them contribute their opinion on a couple of events because i i mean something i might get jazzed up about and they're like this is the dumbest thing ever which is gonna start happening more and and more and more uh, but I wanted them to have a part, like if I'm going to spend the time and money, did you guys or have you guys entertained the idea of letting the little ones help plan? Or, uh, if you're doing it with your friends, is everybody pitching into plan or is it all on one person that runs the show? Um, so yeah, my kids are the same age as your kids, Jay. So I would say that's a great idea. I wish I'd thought of that. I haven't really introduced that much. So I definitely will think about that. We're going to Washington, D.C. really soon. We do have a book that my mom actually got for us that's like a kid's introduction to Washington, D.C. that I need to sit down and talk to my kids about and have them read a little bit here or there just so that they kind of have a concept of what we're going to be doing and experiencing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it'd be kind of neat to get them involved. I mean, from time to time, we'll throw them a couple of ideas and maybe they can pick one, but... You know, we haven't really said. Why don't you research it and let us know what you're thinking? Can I can I say something? Add something to that? Because it, no. it, my my senior, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't have kids, but Lance, uh, you and I are just out of this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, my senior director actually just went to um, D.C. Uh, Monday with his family and his three kids, and um, he, what he actually did for his kids, and this is kind of goes along with what you you and J- Jason and uh, Josh were talking about, but. They took and they he asked the kids to do research about DC, and then come up with a place that they would like to visit, and then write a small like biography or kind of like a report on that um, the the thing that they wanted to see most in that cool. uh, in that town. So he kind of gave his kids you know a, kind of a homework assignment to say you know figure out where it is you want to go. And, uh, and, you know, kind of write up a report about why you would want to see it and what things you would want to see about it. It, uh, it was it kind of a really neat idea. Oh, it's and, a great idea. Yeah. So it's a, it, like, like you were saying, Josh, it gets, gets the kids really involved because then, yeah. you know, they really, because then they, when they are, they would appreciate it more when they actually get to see it because then they're like, oh my God, this is exactly, this is what I was reading about. And, right. You know, I, I, I would think, I mean, I don't, I don't have kids, so I can't say, but. Yeah. I just thought that was a really neat idea with what he did. So, that's a great idea. Yeah, in DC, the one thing you're going to want to look up is the uh, was it the Old Town Trolley Tours? It's it's hop on, hop off trolley tours. Mm-hmm. All yeah, of the, uh, the green day or whatever. <clears throat> the green orange line. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was really good a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, I ended up living down there for two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually one of our spring break trips. Which involved a terrible uh, misdirection following directions like Lance's dad had, except uh, we were driving from Lansing or from Kalamazoo to Washington, D.C. to stay at Matt's place, actually. And the whole time I'm aiming that first day towards Pittsburgh, towards Pittsburgh, towards Pittsburgh. We eventually pass Pittsburgh and stay at a hotel for the night. And I wake up the next morning and the first thing I'm looking for is a sign that says Pittsburgh. We end up on the uh, toll road that is the longest stretch between exits. It was 34 <laughs> miles. I had to go back 34 miles to pay to get off, to oh. pay to get back on. Um, it was on Easter Sunday. We were supposed to go to Mass at the National Chapel. Yeah, I got in a lot. She was not happy. 
<laughs> not, not, not happy. But uh, wow! As we're getting close to the end of this episode, the original idea for this episode, I'm going to bring it back around, and I'm going to apologize to to Josh in advance and Andy, who wasn't there but has heard all about this. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you might laugh a lot, Josh. I'm just going to warn you, uh, or it might just us being dumb. Um, Matt. <laughs> Uh, what car did we take when we visited uh, Mr. Andrew Burrow his senior year at Wittenberg University in? That would have been a Jeep Grand Cherokee. That's right, Jeep it was Grand Cherokee. Yeah. Okay. So in this car was was Matt, uh, Lance, and myself, mm-hmm. and we decided that Burrow had been in college for four years. We should probably go down and see him once in college at his college. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, <laughs> true friends were never had. Oh, it, <laughs> there are certain memories and certain inside jokes that live from this trip to this day. Yeah. But uh, can you spelunking? Spelunking. There's a shit ton of diet coke. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, wasn't that guy barefoot too? What am I watching, and who is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so first of all, where did you guys? I was trying to. I was thinking about this before the episode. Where did you guys sleep? Did you stay at the house I was living? Yeah, yeah, somewhere on the floor. floor. So, uh, in the bathtub. Oh Jesus Christ! So let me let me set the stage for for Josh and Andy. We went down for a weekend. Um, I think you guys were were you engaged at the time, Burrow? Did you guys know you were going to get married? I think that had been. We, yeah, yeah, my senior year, like, basically, um, I proposed to Melanie on, like, fall, like, uh, October 10th of my senior year, so, but but we knew before that that we were going to get married, and so. So we went down. I think we did know that, because that was part of one of our. Why we went down, right? Yep. Yep. So we went down, so Wittenberg is a school south of Columbus, Ohio. Um, and we actually, part of our intent that weekend was to give Burrow a little bit of a bachelor party experience. Um, we learned a lot of things about that area. One, uh, Columbus is the most boring town you could ever go to, <laughs> especially if you're looking for, uh, strip clubs. Unless you have a Michigan Right. We were instructed. We were instructed by really good members of the Conrad family friends to avoid a section of uh, Columbus called Short North, which was supposed to be this bad, terrible place. So, of course, that's where we wanted to go because we we're looking for debauchery. Um, but was we, Captain Ron's parents, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so we went down to Burroughs place. He lived in a house sort of on a street, um, several houses <laughs> down and across from <laughs> sort of on a street. Sort of down the alleyway. It was a sidewalk. <laughs> Trees. It was it was it was Americana. Um, things I remember. They were they as in Burroughs housemates, whom I don't remember any of them, were throwing some sort of party, right? Um, there was some sort of gathering. The weekend was full of a lot of oddities. We went to some talent show. Um, we were hell-bent on finding uh, what we were going to use were Swisher Sweets, but we ended up smoking Backwoods <laughs> cigars. <laughs> God, it's <laughs> horrid. Um, <laughs> I remember standing out in the rain with somebody smoking guys, but... a cigar with uh, your soon-to-be wife. Um, but the whole weekend really surrounds this one party mm-hmm. and this one party uh lance i'll let you describe some of it because it just oh my god well, what do you want me to describe so I mean, there was, was a lot of alcohol right was at, it at burroughs uh, it was alcohol. at burroughs yeah no it's, it was, there's it was a lot burroughs. there was a whole lot of folks there a lot like way more than the house probably should have handled Oh, yeah. no, shit. no, it Girl, was just like a, a like a college house. Like you know, you and five of your buddies are all gonna rent this house and rent rooms, and there's like two pieces like of furniture Gun- in the living room. Gunson and that's Avenue it. Or, or Beach Street or something. Right, yeah. right, just like cam- uh, campus. Um, there was a lot of dancing going on at the time. Uh, I remember <laughs> the one song that was really hot was that 
uh, Chumbawamba, the tub yeah. thumping. Oh. Oh, um, people got very, very, very inebriated um, to the point Start where, the oh, God. Uh, this is where I learned that Lance would go into the kitchen towards the end of the party and take every fifth that was left with the tiniest little bits of alcohol and pour them all into one glass. Oh. And no, the ga so, uh, side story, Josh, that you don't know, when we went and moved Tucker out in Oklahoma City, we went to a redneck uh, karaoke bar. Lance okay. drank the bar out of their cold Coronas. Yeah. <laughs> So that when hour. we went to order Our one house. several hours later, there were no cold Coronas in the bar because Lance had drank all the cold Coronas. They'd be glad <laughs> to, to crack open a case of warm. To yeah. no effect. Did. It does oh. not affect him. Um, well, it didn't back then. It probably would now. But I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at I your untapped either. history right now going, you have a problem. <laughs> 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 you have a problem. <laughs> I'm going to say I it. Have Maybe no problem. I have no problem. This is the Intervention <laughs> Podcast. This has all been a meetup. 24 episodes to this moment, yeah. Lance. Anyway, uh, this trip. You know, the dancing did lead to one of the catchphrases that we've oh, used. Yeah. Mm -hmm. for that you use. Tub thumping, because they kept playing that tub thumper. And it was like. People were jumping in unison, right? Yeah. And this is an old ass house. Okay. And so sitting I'm floor. sitting on the wall, <laughs> and I'm looking at the floor deflecting like eight inches. And he's hammered. <laughs> and he's hammered. And I'm hammered, and I'm like sitting against the wall, just watching all this. And I'm like, he's like, "How you doing, Matt?" And I'm like, "Shit ain't gonna hold, man." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. The. Shit ain't uh, the party kept going until Burroughs' friends from their spelunking club or whatever it was show up at like two or three in the morning. And this guy, huge guy, huge guy, barefoot, case of warm diet Coke cans, says, I got to show you this movie, this video of us uh, spelunking. And we're all just blitzed out of our mind. We're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Within an hour, we were so dead sober, just staring at what are we watching? What is You guys weren't asleep? <laughs> no, because it was so mind-blowing that you're watching this stupid home movie of people in a right. cave. Oh, God. It's all dark. Remember, see this is like mid to late 90s technology. So this was on a VCR. So this guy showed oh, up. Oh, to not only with a case of Diet Coke under his hand, but apparently a VHS, a VHS tape of VHS tape. If I'm not mistaken, I think he had like two tapes. Oh, God. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, which one do you want to watch? Or like, seriously? Well, he ended up watching both of them because by the time I woke up and the light was outside, it was still going. <laughs> um, we have not had a road trip like that as a group since i think that was the last one we we almost died on the way down there because yep we had to drive in the median yes somebody was being an asshole in the left lane and conrad said fuck this and drove into the median to pass that <laughs> because we could he had the four by four jeep cherokee i mean that's got i've the made switch. that so we, we were backed up on the freeway and there was at least 20 car lengths between this guy and the next car and if I'm not mistaken, also wasn't uh, wasn't U of M playing down there in um, at the Horseshoe? Oh, I don't remember that. I think because no. I, I, we were in Columbus on Saturday, and that would have been a madhouse. It, it was pretty. Well, dead. see, I thought it was a madhouse. Maybe maybe they were playing in Michigan, and just it was you know busy you know busy there. But because because there was there was something that they were playing that day. Because we're like we're like driving through through campus, and we're like. Um, thank God we don't have any uh, any Michigan stickers or <laughs> on, yeah. on any of us. So would that have been? Got that right. I think that would have been 1998. But holy crap! So. Yeah, something. I graduated in, in spring, in eight, so it would have been 97. Wow. Fall of 97. October, late October of 90. Was it? Was it a Halloween party? Yeah, because of the guest, the aforementioned guest we talked about, and I was 
I was the vice president, I think, of that of the King Club. We were the wusses, so the Wittenberg University Speleological Society. Oh, that was the caving club on campus. Jesus what? Sage Christ. Speleological? <laughs> That's where the t-shirts and everything. I think they made that word up, Josh. I don't think it's I a real so word. I think so, too, yeah. <laughs> they wanted to have the wusses. They just, what's the extra ass that we can put in here? It's not flunky. What's that ass? That extra ass is for society. What's that ass? That ass is a typo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So, uh, gentlemen. At least two of my roommates were in the caving club, and, and that guy was like, so that, that guy who came, he he was probably in his 50s. Yeah. Uh, he was an employee at, at Wright-Patterson Air Force, Air Force Base, and he just, he was a caver and came, he was a, they had a term for it, he was like an adult or a non-student member of uh, our caving club. So the fact that Here's he got <laughs> the party and came, makes me think and because some of my roommates were also in the caving club i think it was a caving club party but also just a broader like Wittenberg's not a huge school so you had you if you invited two or three friends and they networked you had half the school invited anyway so shit ain't gonna hold (laughs) i don't even remember getting home i all i remember is the night and my the whole memory of that entire weekend ends with that video of the <laughs> oh, and I'm I, sorry. I just everything up to it was cool. It just uh, anyway, <laughs> gentlemen, we're uh, we're gonna punch drunk. So I'm gonna say thank you so much for an excellent episode. Uh, so my thanks to Lance, Andy, Andrew, Josh, and Matt for coming on this episode of 40ish uh, programming note. If there is one, next episode the intent as it stands right now is to talk about. Uh, participation in youth sports, be it ours and our kids. We, we kind of teased this out in a previous episode about two months ago, but the ATA Taekwondo place by us just closed. And every time I see ATA, I think about Josh. Carl Float. <laughs> Carl, I remember attending those, but we'll talk about that uh, on the next episode. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, gentlemen, thanks so much. Remember, listeners, if you're interested in participating, you got a topic, you think we're morons, we do have a Twitter handle podcast 40-ish that's podcast 40-ish that you can reach out and talk to us uh anything else guys for the good of the cause oh this is a treat thank you oh good thanks for it absolutely crocs yeah i counted. i got my shot glass it was 11 i counted i listened to it Anyway, oh, I feel bad for those listeners this time. They're all ready to go, and then we never said it until just now. The crux, the crux, crux. Uh, the, it's a, it's the, the bonus episode, the bonus sessions at the end of the session. So, uh, session. That's three it's a, yeah, it's the it's yeah. a post credit it's a post credit scene. That's the extras, the hidden menus. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We will talk to you on the next one. All right. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye.